following is a presentation of the Retro Network. Welcome back to Recurrent Events, current events for Retro Minds. It's Jason back with you for another week of news headlines for nostalgia lovers. Thanks so much for being here and listening to the podcast or watching to us on YouTube. Yes, for those of you who listen to the podcast, the first link in the show notes is over to the YouTube presentation, which includes visuals with each story. So if you want to see some of these new collectibles or crazy food items we look at each week, give Recurrent Events a try on YouTube. Coming up, CBS Studios is eyeing a sequel series to an Emmy-winning sitcom that ran for 11 seasons on NBC. A new Cobra Kai mobile game is coming, and we'll tell you how to connect with that. Sonic the Hedgehog is getting in the Lego business. We'll show you the first set that's coming out soon. And we bid so long to Samuel Screech Powers from Saved by the Bell. That's all coming up in this week's Recurrent Events. We're leading off with streaming news this week, and Pluto TV will be streaming the premiere episodes of the two reboot dramas over at CBS, The Equalizer and Clarice. Those will be coming uh, for two weeks following their broadcast debuts this week on CBS. The episodes will air on multiple Pluto TV channels over the two-week period including the TV Land Drama Channel and the Crime Drama Channel. So in case you missed those premieres this week, you can check out Queen Latifah as Robin McCall, the Equalizer, who is the woman with the mysterious background who uses her extensive skills as a former CIA operative to help those with nowhere else to turn. And then Clarice, which is of course derived from The Silence of the Lambs, stars Rebecca Breeds in the title role, and it is a deep dive into the untold personal story of FBI agent Clarice Starling as she returns to the field in 1993, one year after the events of the Silence of the Lambs movie. Look for the pilot episodes of those two shows on Pluto TV this week. But we told you last week that the real Ghostbusters is coming to YouTube in the official Ghostbusters channel. Well, it was revealed this week that the Extreme Ghostbusters animated series is also coming to YouTube. The Extreme Ghostbusters will be coming on Wednesdays, and it sounds like the real Ghostbusters will be hitting on Saturday mornings. So if you're in the cartoon mode, check out the official Ghostbusters YouTube channel and get your animated fix this week. So the long-running NBC series, winning multiple, multiple Emmys, that CBS uh, Studios is looking to bring back for a sequel series is Frasier. And it sounds like Kelsey Grammer and David High Pierce are on board for the series. Uh, it will be 10 episodes and it will likely appear on Paramount Plus. Uh, it sounds like it's in the consideration stage according to the uh, deadline story here. But with the market uh, ripe for reboot series and uh, follow-up series, this one might be too good to pass up. Uh, considering its uh, audience and its long-running status over the years on uh, NBC. So we'll keep you up to date on the Frasier follow-up series. Fresh off the success of the recent Sonic the Hedgehog movie, Netflix has announced that 
a new animated series is coming called Sonic Prime. They are teaming up with, of course, Sega and Wild Brain to produce this animated series, which will be geared towards kids, families, and longtime fans. It will be, quote, a high-octane adventure where the fate of a strange new multiverse rests in his gloved hands. Sonic Prime is about more than just a race to save the universe. It's a journey of self-discovery and redemption, unquote. No word yet on the uh, production or uh, release time frame on Sonic Prime, but on the heels of the movie and already uh, announcement of a sequel, this will be the perfect time to get another Sonic the Hedgehog animated series. Holy Macanoli! We finally got to see a trailer for the new Punky Brewster reboot this past week. The 10 episode revival series that is based on the 80s show 30 years later is coming to Peacock and we got to see Soleil Moon Fry in action and up to her punky tricks even as a single mother of three. I did get a chance to watch the trailer. It is uh, pretty fun and I invite you to go out and check it out on YouTube. The new Punky Brewster series is set to land on Peacock February 25th. The streaming service Crackle has set a March 1st premiere date for a new five-part docu-series called Playing With Power, The Nintendo Story. The new series is written and directed by Jeremy Sneed and executive produced and narrated by Sean Astin. Playing With Power tells the sprawling story of Nintendo, the secretive Japanese company whose origins date back to the 19th century. It features interviews with Will Wheaton, Nintendo of America co-founder Ron Judy, Atari co-founder Nolan Bushnell, former Sega of America CEO Tom Kalinsk, and many more in the video game industry. This is not Sneed's first project. He was the uh, mind behind the documentary Video Games, the movie, and the docuseries Unlocked, The World of Games Revealed. So if you have not been over to Crackle recently, make sure you have that app downloaded and all five episodes of Playing With Power will be available on March 1st. And finally, in the world of television and streaming this week, uh, Jeopardy! Still looking for a new host. Following the passing of Alex Trebek, new guest hosts that are lined up include Anderson Cooper, Savannah Guthrie, Dr. Mehmet Oz, and Dr. Sanjay Gupta as uh, some of the latest television personalities to take a crack at hosting the trivia game show. Others that have uh, taken a crack at it recently include Bill Whitaker, Mayan Bialik, Katie Couric, and Aaron Rodgers. So be looking for this new batch of guest hosts coming soon to Jeopardy as they see uh, who exactly will be replacing Alex Trebek on a permanent basis. In the world of movies now, Mattel has announced that a feature adaptation of its popular card game Uno is in the works. The film is uh, being described as a live-action heist comedy, which will be written by Marcy Kelly and set in the underground hip-hop world of Atlanta with Grammy-nominated rapper Lil Yachty eyeing a starring role. Uno joins other Mattel films in the works, including those based on American Girl, Barbie, Hot Wheels, Magic 8-Ball, Major Matt Mason, Masters of the Universe, Thomas and Friends, Viewmaster, and Wishbone. Now, uh, I don't know uh, what the chances are that uh, all of those actually make it to screen. 
It seems like uh, Masters of the Universe has been in uh, quote-unquote development hell for uh, a long time. And uh, no news uh, of that actually coming to fruition. I've heard rumblings about Barbie and uh, even Major Matt Wilson in recent months. But uh, yeah, it's just another way to get their uh, branded toys out there. And uh, I don't know. We'll see how you uh, adapt Uno into a feature-length movie. That sounds like a a pretty good challenge, but uh, they've got an idea for it, and we'll definitely let you know more as we do. Over to video games now, and uh, Cobra Kai fans will be interested to know you can play Cobra Kai coming soon on your mobile phone. Cobra Kai Card Fighter will be, a, uh, as you can probably guess, a card-based fighting game. You can uh, already go out and pre-register for it now. I'm an Android user, so I was able to do that. And it will be free to play with, uh, I would assume, some in-app uh, purchases available. And it will be officially released on March 19th. You can uh, go over to YouTube and watch the trailer for the game. Uh, I like these type of games. And, of course, being a Cobra Kai fan, this is one I am will be checking out. The uh, gameplay will revolve around building out your dojo by choosing between Miyagi-Do or Cobra Kai. And it sounds like you'll be able to uh, fight online against other players as well. So, yes, Cobra Kai Card Fighter coming soon to your mobile phone. Now, here's an interesting story I found over on Jalopnik this week uh, talking about Ford's 1982 concept car, the Continental Concept 100. The story states that uh, it had like a pre GPS navigation system in it and the first integrated video game console right in the car. That's right, uh, way back in 1982. I remember uh, in Knight Rider seeing Michael Knight play uh, Atari while uh, going down the road, you know, of course, and Kit is driving. And uh, that would have been a couple years after this from 82. But this concept car actually had a Mattel Intellivision built right into the middle console so kids in the back seat could play as you're going down the road. Uh, the story over at Jalopnik had a, a bunch of awesome images and uh, essentially blueprints of the car showing off all of its features. And uh, yeah, this was just great that seeing these kids with these uh, headphones on in the back of the car and their controllers looking down and, uh, you know, essentially you'd be playing the video games as your parents go down the... <laughs> drive down the highway, you know, so... Uh, Man, 1982, having uh, video games in the car would have been uh, this kid's dream come true. Having to deal with all of those little LCD games and stuff on my uh, two-hour drive to my grandparents' house. So, yes, uh, check out this story over on Jalopnik. And uh, the first car that ever featured a video game console built right in. All right, over to food now, and of course, this time of year is when McDonald's brings back the Shamrock Shake, and now the Oreo Shamrock McFlurry. Starting February 15th, next week, you'll be able to get the Shamrock Shake, as well as the Oreo Shamrock McFlurry, which of course is Oreo pieces with the vanilla soft serve and the Shamrock Shake syrup. And now the uh, Shamrock Shake, of course, is just the vanilla soft serve with the Shamrock Shake syrup finished off with a whipped topping for you. I know uh, McDonald's is somewhat limited where the Shamrock Shake uh, is offered, so you probably want to check out, I, th I believe there's an app 
for you to check out what locations has it, but uh, it will be for a limited time, of course, at participating locations, so uh, you might want to make sure that your local McDonald's has it before you go seeking it out. And if you want to know more about the history of the Shamrock Shake, check out the Retro Network YouTube channel where uh, Mickey and I actually teamed up to come up with like a visual history of the Shamrock Shake. You'll want to check that video out uh, if you haven't on the Retro Network YouTube channel. But yes, the Shamrock Shake is coming back for St. Patrick's Day. Well, we've got uh, Valentine's Day coming up next week, and then of course after that, we will be gearing up for Easter, and peeps are coming back. Chew Boom has uh, confirmed we are going to be getting hot tamales flavored peeps this year. Uh, I think this was uh, actually on shelves last year, which is a spicy cinnamon flavor, of course, with the fluffy marshmallow peeps. And also the Peeps Fruit Loops flavored pop that has four colorful marshmallow chicks on every stick and gives you the fruity taste of Kellogg's Fruit Loops. I remember last year they had some crazy flavors of Peeps, so uh, we're going to keep an eye on this, and as uh, Easter gets closer, we'll tell you about uh, some of those weird flavors of Peeps that might be coming around this year. Nintendo is coming back to Burger King, and six new toys for your King Jr. meals. Now through March 15th, you can uh, get six different toys from The Legend of Zelda, Splatoon, Mario Kart, Super Mario Maker, Animal Crossing, and Luigi's Mansion. Most of these, of course, based on the Nintendo Switch games. So for those of us who have uh, loved getting Nintendo toys, remember them back in the day at McDonald's, the Super Mario 3 toys, Nintendo is keeping that tradition and adding new toys to Burger King kids meals. What would you do for a Klondike bar? You guys remember that uh, slogan back in the day for the awesome ice cream bars from Klondike. Well, Klondike now has Klondike cones. According to the Impulsive Buy, they've spotted Klondike cones in five flavors, including vanilla chillin', which is a vanilla base with chocolatey sauce and a crispy wafer cone, more your traditional Klondike bar. You've got nuts for vanilla, vanilla base with chocolatey sauce core, a crispy wafer cone, and topped with crunchy roasted peanuts. You've got the classic chocolate, which is a chocolate base with a chocolatey sauce core and a crispy wafer cone topped with roasted peanuts. The double down chocolate with a chocolate base, chocolatey sauce core, crispy chocolate wafer cone and topped with chocolate ribbon curls. That sounds like death by chocolate right there. And then uh, probably the weirdest one of the bunch, Unicorn Dreamin', a duo of strawberry and bubblegum bases with a strawberry sauce core and a green wafer cone. I don't know about that one, but uh, man, we used to stock our freezer with Klondike bars back in the day. And uh, I do love waffle cones, so I'm gonna be looking for these Klondike cones at my local grocery store. On to collectibles now, and uh, for those of us who are holding out hope that Toys R Us might make a comeback, uh, we got some bad news this week, as those two stores that they opened about a year ago, trying to relaunch the brand, they are actually closing. Uh, if you'll remember, these were uh, more kind of a concept store, hands-on type offerings, and uh, just due to COVID, they decided to go ahead and permanently close those two brick-and-mortar stores. Uh, which is, is sad, you know, uh, Toys R Us for a lot of us, uh, we grew up with and 
remember seeing the the commercials the jingle and it being kind of a magical place and of course we were sad when they had to uh, essentially close their doors and trying to come back uh, just uh, doesn't look like it's going to happen at least uh, in the near future. So the Toys R Us store count is once again back at zero. G.I. Joe is back of course in a big way with the classified series and the retro line that's been uh, going on at Walmart and now at Target. Uh, they are continuing that line into many figurines. Over at HisTank.com they spotted some small figures at a dollar store in LA that are about two and a half inches tall no articulation so they're more just a, a standing figurine and they spotted six in this line including Duke, Roadblock, Snake Eyes, Destro, Red Ninja, and Cobra Commander. There was no real word about uh, if this is going to be a, a kind of a nationwide thing maybe show up at like you know Dollar Tree and Dollar General those type of dollar stores uh, across the US but Hey, since they have uh, the larger, you know, more articulated figures uh, out, we've seen a lot of these come to dollar stores from Transformers, the Turtles. So uh, I can see this happening where you get uh, these smaller figurines uh, from G.I. Joe at dollar stores. Coming soon to Walmart, NECA is producing a life-size Batarang prop based on the 1989 Tim Burton Batman movie. It uh, originally made its debut last year at Toy Fair 2020. There might be uh, actually more of these uh, from this line. Uh, a grappling gun, a, a line launcher that were featured in the film, but uh, they are starting out with the Batarang, which is a life-size replica. And the picture uh, over here you can see on YouTube has a really cool base to set it on. It sounds like the price will be uh, right at $14 and will be available at Walmart in the near future. Uh, looks like it's going to have some hinges that uh, will kind of snap together with magnets to fold open, uh, kind of like that happens in the film. So, uh, yeah, as a Batman fan and, and collector, this really caught my eye as something would look great as a display piece in your Batman collection. So we told you a couple weeks ago that Super 7 was uh, teasing us with several different properties, one of them being the Thundercats and uh, the long-awaited Thunder Tank is now available for pre-order. But I, uh, I hope your pocketbooks are uh, filled because this one's going to cost you. The pre-order price is $450 plus $40 for shipping and is going on now through April 2nd if you want to pre-order this. I mean, it does look great. I mean, it's really a, a, an awesome size for those large figures. I think the... The regular uh, Ultimates figures are seven inch size, and you can fit what appears to be four of those in this monster that is uh, over two feet long, 17 inches wide, working rubber treads. You know, I mean, this looks great, but man, that is uh, quite the price tag to, uh, to get yourself a Thunder Tank for your Super 7 figures. As much as I love the Thundercats, uh, yeah, I have not got into this line and I'm kind of glad that I <laughs> I haven't because uh, that's quite the price tag for their new Thunder Tank. All right, we teased you at the top of the show that uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, he is getting his own Lego set based on the Green Hill Zone. LEGO announced a partnership with SEGA as the new LEGO Ideas Sonic the Hedgehog set picks up heat. 
Of course, those LEGO Ideas sets come from the site and need 10,000 supporters. So this will be the first one out in the set. Based on the Green Hill Zone, you'll get uh, Dr. Eggman and some of his cronies, and then you get a uh, the awesome loop and a backdrop there from the, you know, the first stage, the Green Hill Zone in the video game. This is fun. I, I think fans will be happy with this, but uh, I can see this uh, turning into something even bigger and getting onto that uh, like Mario level now, where Mario has all those interconnected Lego sets. Uh, no word yet on the release time or price point yet, but uh, you can check out images here over on YouTube of the new Sonic the Hedgehog Green Hill Zone Lego set. And finally in collectibles this week, uh, Target Con, which uh, apparently is an event associated with Funko and the uh, retailer. That will be coming February 26th, and one of the exclusives as part of Target Con will be a Masters of the Universe Skeletor on Throne pop vinyl figure. Yes, yeah, so if you remember the, uh, the setup that he had inside Snake Mountain uh, in the cartoon series, he's on that kind of... Uh, throne that looks like a skeleton of a ram and horns at the top horns coming out of the side and he's sitting down with his uh, staff of course i don't think this is one of the really big pops but uh you know kind of the the regular pop with just a, a nice backdrop form there and uh look at the pictures over here on youtube to see the uh, skeletor on throne exclusive coming to target con later this month and finally this week, we are going to say so long to several people in Hollywood. Just uh, missing recurrent events last week was the news that Dustin Diamond, who played Screech from Saved by the Bell, passed away at just 44 years old. This was just uh, weeks after revealing he was battling stage 4 lung cancer. A very sad story, so young, and of course uh, somewhat estranged from his fellow Saved by the Bell actors, but uh, I did see a picture with him and Mario Lopez uh, just in, within the last couple of weeks, which was nice to see. Uh, but yeah, just, uh, gosh, such a great character. You know, going all the way back, Good Morning Miss Bliss, of course, you know, Saved by the Bell. He was in the, the new class and the college years. 13 years in all he played the Screech character for NBC and I did see several uh, tributes this week from his fellow actors. He was kind of stuck as uh, Screech, you know, a typecast or uh, I don't know, just uh, I couldn't get past that role. Uh, just appearing in several reality shows over the years and just seemed to never get uh, any other, you know, acting outside of those long years at uh, Saved by the Bell and all of its uh, spin-off shows. But uh, it was nice to see all of the tributes this week from uh, all the actors pouring out. Dustin Diamond, just 44 years old. Also passing this week at 91 years old, Oscar winner Christopher Plummer. Of course, starring in The uh, Sound of Music, also in many, many films. Uh, the Insider, 12 Monkeys. He was in Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, A Beautiful Mind. Uh, just recently, I remember seeing him in the uh, Knives Out movie, which was really great. And he was a voice actor, too. Uh, contributed to the movie Up, An American Tale, and Madeline, the TV series. He was also uh, a Tony winner and was in many plays on Broadway. Such a beloved actor and uh, well-revered as I was looking through some of the, uh, the tributes on social media this week. Christopher Plummer, passing at age 91. 
And also passing this week, Ricky Powell, who was a celebrated hip-hop photographer, also known as the fourth Beastie Boy, passed away at 59 years old. He spent uh, decades photographing the uh, hip-hop scene in New York City, got his start uh, taking photographs on tour with the Beastie Boys and Run DMC in 1985. Several tributes on uh, social media this week from LL Cool J, Reverend Run, Quest Love, and Q-Tip, all paying tribute to him this week. He published several collections of his photography and even was the subject of a documentary last year called Ricky Powell, The Individualist. The fourth Beastie Boy, Ricky Powell, dead at 59 years old. Okay, it's time to take you around the Retro Network, tell you what's been going on this week in the world of podcasts and web features. On the podcast channel on Monday, the hot tag returned to the run-in, featuring Kevin the Max Library uh, interviewing his wife, Mrs. Hellions, uh, Elise. That was a very fun interview about parenting and even uh, the kids' video games that uh, adults sneak in there and like as well. Tomorrow on Wizards, the podcast guide to comics, you will get to hear a half episode for Wizards issue number 28, diving a little deeper into uh, some of the things that they missed from the week before. Thursday, the house show returns for its coverage of WWF's Saturday night's main event. This week on episode 6, it's the Battle of the Big Boys. You get to hear him break down uh, Uncle Elmer versus King Kong Bundy, Hulk Hogan, and JYD versus Terry and Haas Funk. So all the big men are going to be uh, featured on this episode. Won't want to miss that on Thursday. Also on Thursday is episode 2 of Rental Return, Tales from the Video Store. Last week you got to hear the uh, experiences of our video heroes and uh, how they grew up around video rental stores and uh, this week you get to hear how they got their job and uh, all the situations around that some of their co-workers and how they got settled into working at a video store should be really fun look for that on thursday afternoon this week and on friday box office 30 is back looking at february 1991 and all the box office stats and recalling the julia roberts film sleeping with the enemy don't miss that on Friday. And some web features over there at theretronetwork.com. We've got uh, Mardi Gras coming up next Tuesday, and Jeff has put together 10 films featuring the Fat Tuesday celebration, dating all the way back to the 40s and 50s. So with uh, you know COVID hitting and probably a lot of the Mardi Gras celebration being canceled, having to celebrate at home, check out these 10 films that feature scenes at Mardi Gras. This Sunday, of course, is Valentine's Day, and Old School Tim has put together a list of 80 songs from the 1980s that feature love in the title. We've made it easy for you to make a mixtape this year for your Valentine, so uh, you can click over and uh, share the Spotify playlist that we put together featuring all those 80 songs, and boom, you're done. You know, that flowers and candy, that's all overrated, man. Music lasts forever. And also be looking out for an article on the 1990 Nintendo World Championships. I recently came across a, a YouTube channel which features some stock footage from one of the locations on tour for the championships. And uh, just really fun video. It uh, takes you on the floor of the competition and was just a really fun video and I uh, thought I would share those and my thoughts over there on theretronetwork.com. Plus we also have an article with uh, Karen 
talking about some NBC soaps from back in the day. So make sure you check that out on the website as well this week. So that's what's coming up and uh, also what you can experience now on the RetroNetwork.com and the Retro Network podcast channel. Connect with us this week on social media at Tier and Social. That's where you can leave feedback about recurrent events, headlines, or you can comment on YouTube as well. I monitor that for uh, your comments. Would love to hear if you found some things in the wild this week and, uh, or maybe you just uh, want to leave some thoughts on some of these reboots and collectibles that are coming out. Would love to get your comments. Also, don't forget about As Seen on Recurrent Events, where I recently tried the Sonic Chili Cheese Coney Slim Jim. And I gave you my thoughts on that. Uh, also, some more of those coming your way this week. So thanks for being a subscriber in your uh, podcast app or over there on YouTube. I look forward to putting together this newscast every week and uh, hope you are enjoying it, uh, either the audio version or with the visuals. So this is Jason signing off for this week. Everybody take care out there, and we'll talk to you again next week on Recurrent Events. of the Retro Network.